1: I wish I didn't take life so seriously I wish I didn't take life so seriously I wish I didn't take life so seriously I wish I lived more I wish I gave more happiness to my family I wish I knew how precious life was how fleeting how special and at the same time fragile insignificant I wish I didn't give up on my dreams so easy one day life will flash before your eyes make sure it's worth watching when we look back on our life in our last breaths we will all wonder did my life mean anything did my life mean anything to this world was I loved Did I have an impact on anyone else's life? Did I matter? We won't be worried about our bills. We won't be worried about our hair. We certainly won't care about our favorite TV show. We won't spare a second thought of others' opinions and judgments. Did I matter? Before you reach that last breath, today might be the time to make a change. Make your life matter. One day, it will be over. There will be two dates, either side of a dash. Make sure that dash is not empty. Make sure it is full of life, full of living. Oscar Wilde once said, To live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist. That is all. And he was right. Don't live like everyone else. existing. Be extraordinary. Live every moment with passion and wonder. Don't take anything or anyone for granted. What is important to you? What dreams do you have? Go get them. What are you waiting for? You only have one shot. If you miss the target, at least you will live with pride knowing you have no regrets. Who do you love? Who has loved you? Tell them. Tell them now. You never know when it will be your last chance. Don't take this magical thing called life for granted. Keep your head when everyone else is losing theirs. Trust yourself when everyone else doubts you. Master your dreams when all others give up on theirs. Be the captain when everyone else is content being the crew. Be the lion when all others are playing sheep. Be the leader when all others are following. Live each day as if it may be your last on earth it may be. Leave your legacy!
2: And as Zen Shi says, a flower does not think about competing with the flower next to it, it just blooms and that's really your job is to see the outside world to see the flower next to you to understand the amazing things that are happening all around you all of the incredible people and the essence of what they have and what it is that they've done to bring inside yourself and find out what does that look like when it's me not what do i look like when i'm them and once you understand the difference between that then you can really begin to be something unique, you can become that thing that you were meant to be, that thing that makes you feel alive and whole. And that's it, that's the secret. You're just trying to be something, not that's just inspiring to other people, but that you actually want to wake up every day and be. And that's the thing about it. There's no escaping you. Whatever you become, a lie, the truth, somebody else, yourself, whatever it is, you're gonna spend every day of your life there. And as Albert Einstein said, Everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. And that's what confuses people. People believe that they're dumb because they're not finding their path they're not defining things based on what excites them and what they want to live with every day they're just looking to what the outside world says is good and i think it's incredible that there are other people doing things that are so extraordinary that we aspire to be like that but you have to understand the difference between being like someone and trying to actually be them so if what inspires you is that somebody works hard work hard if what inspires you is that somebody gets up every time they fail, get up every time you fail. If what you like is that they are themselves with all their weird eccentricities and quirks, then be true to your eccentricities and quirks, but don't try to embody their eccentricities and quirks. That's the surest way to become the fish that thinks it's stupid because it's being judged by trying to climb a tree. So Scott Belsky said, When 99% of the people doubt your idea, you're either gravely wrong or about to make history. And that's the terrifying part. You're not gonna know. You're not gonna know the difference. But if you're chasing somebody else's path, if your whole game is emulation, if your whole game is to mimic that which inspires you, you will never find the thing that's real about you. And look, I don't know about you, but I can be wrong. I can be gravely wrong. I can have people think me an idiot and try something and fail as long as it was true to me. Because then the lesson that I'm gonna learn is going to apply, it's gonna take me another step closer to actually being the person that I want to become, that I want to live with every day. But I can't be that if I don't understand who I want to be. So look inward, identify your path, identify what excites you, and go after it as if your life depends on it. Because in truth it does.
4: And the question is, if you die today, what dreams What ideas, what leadership, what books, what gifts will die with you? Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there
1: permanently if you let it. But every time that happens, you get back on your feet. You get up just as fast as you can, no matter how many times you need to do it. Remember this, success has been and continues to be defined as getting up one more time than you've been knocked down.
4: And I'm telling you, you're not where you want to be financially and it's not going to take 20 shots. You're not where you want to be in your marriage and it's not going to take 20 shots. You are not where you wanna be in your personal life. You are not the person you wanna be and it's not gonna take you 20 shots. For some of you, it's one more shot. For some of you, it's two more shots and you have not given yourself enough credit to say, I just need to get up a half hour earlier and my whole life will change. I just need to get up one hour early. I just need to work one hour longer.
1: You, for whatever reason, You never pursued those dreams, you never acted on those ideas, you never used those gifts. And there they are standing around your bed looking at you with large angry eyes saying, we came to you and only you could have given us life. And now we must die with you forever.
3: I will not go down that way. I choose to fight back. I choose to rise, not fall. I choose to live not die and I know, I know that what's within me is also within you.
4: I need to stop hitting that snooze button. If you were to make that one change, that one sacrifice, you would stop dreaming and start living it. What would amazing look like for you? What would amazing look like if you were amazing? If you know what amazing looks like then why haven't you gotten here yet? I want you to say the reason I'm not an amazing yet because I hit the snooze button. That's why I'm not amazing right now. The reason why I'm not amazing right now is because I couldn't get up early enough because I told myself I'm not an early person. I don't get on Twitter every blue moon. I don't get on my app every blue moon. The reason why some of you will never be successful because you're not immersed in it. When you wake up in the morning, look at your goals. Your goals will tell you what time to get up. Are you hearing me? Your goals will tell you who you should be hanging out with. I can't tell you, but your goals gonna tell you how much sleep do you need? You might not need to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning for your goals, but your goals are going to define what time you get up, how you live your life, how you move, when you say yes, when you say no.
3: Think like the person you intend to become.
4: I want your dream to be so clear, so vivid. Right? That when you wake up in the morning, all you got to do is step in your dream. The difference between people who talk about it and people who do it is one simple word, application. They hear it and they don't just hear it, they digest it. And when they digest it, boom, they do something with it. If you are alive. I know you ain't reached your best yet, right? You got more. You can do more. You can see more. You can be more. I know that all your energy, all your strength, all your skills, all your capabilities, like right? you're not operating on a thousand percent. I know there's still some things you can do, some limits that you can push, some buttons you can push, some opportunities that you haven't explored. And the second thing I know is this. I know that you are not experiencing life to its fullest.
2: Like life itself is a process of becoming, a part of man's ongoing historical drive to manifest his consciousness outside of his mind, in front of his eyes. Greatness is when we overcome our own boundaries, when we surprise ourselves. When mapped out, when we get the long view, when we get the big picture. That's greatness. Ask not what the world needs, ask instead what makes you come alive, because what the world needs is more people who have come alive what makes you come alive, what gives you the goosebumps, what gives you the chills, what makes you well up.
3: Somewhere deep inside, you know what kind of person you were designed to be. Ask yourself, how would the person I'd like to be do the things I'm about to do? Greatness is upon you and it's time for you to
1: bring that thing out.
4: There is power in consistency. There is power in doing something over and over and over and over again. There is power in practice. Don't rush the process. Yeah, feel me. Some of y'all are trying to rush the 21 days. It takes 21 years to be 21 years old. Don't rush the process. Trust the process. It's a matter of life and death. Yes, it's a job you don't want. But that job is going to propel you and position you for the next job. It's not just the class. It's the rest of your life. Are you hearing me? It's not just working out. It's an extra year on your life. It's not just eating right. It's another seven years on your life. It's a matter of life and death. And so your life is in your hands. Your dream is in your hands. Your future is in your hands. You're going to get in the zone. If you're gonna do fourth quarter living, you got to be comfortable with hitting the wall. If I got any runners out there, any fighters out there, any athletes out there, anybody that's ever stretched the limits, you know that in order to get to the zone, you got to hit that wall first. You got to hit that brick wall first. What does that mean? You got to get to a place in your life where all your strength is gone, and you're no longer operating on strength, but now you begin to operate on will. You get, listen to me, you get to a place where you're not, it's not this no more. It's not your strength. It's not your natural strength. You for will. And many of you, I declare right now, many of you have never gotten a will. You've never operated on will. And so you got to hit the wall. And what I mean by hitting the wall is if I run for 30 minutes, right? If I run for 30 minutes, I got to say to myself, every time you run, Eric, you got to get to 35 now. You got to go five more. Once I get to 30, my body say, yo, ET, let's stop because the last five days we 30. We did 30, Eric. It's time to stop. We did 30 minutes and what I got to do is I got to push it to the limits. I got to push it to the limit. I got to be willing to hit the wall. I've got be to be willing to get past crying. I got to be willing to get past hunger. I got to get past self-defeat saying you can't do it. I got to be willing to get past uh, a low self-esteem and say I deserve it. If anybody else deserves it, I deserve it. It's mine. Listen to me, you got to be willing to hit that wall. And for most of you, when you get to that wall, you give up, you quit. You got to get to the place where you
5: can hit the wall. There is a system, there is an orbit that you've been functioning in and that most of the people around you contribute to. They're the social construct that contributes to you coming back down again. That that defines you. And people are comfortable with you. They don't mind you leaping up every now and then as long as you come back down with us. In fact, people only hate on you when you try to get away. As long as you come back down and, and fit back in the system People don't have no trouble with you. But the moment you pack up your bags and say, see, you wouldn't want to be you, I'm out of here. People have a problem with that. Because you're leaving the orbit. Then you're gonna have to break the gravitational pull. You're gonna spread your wings and you're gonna sail into your destiny. There's a reason you survived. There's a reason you endured. There's a reason that you cried but didn't faint. That you crawled, but you didn't collapse. That you fell down, but you weren't shattered. You're a new person, but before you walk out of that door, you got to have a new mind. You cannot believe the old labels. I want you to stop speaking negativity over yourself. You are an answer. Walk like it. Talk like it. Plan like it. The world will change their opinion about you the day after you do. If you're willing
3: to suffer, and I mean suffer, your brain and your body, once connected together, can do anything. The only way you're ever going to get to the other side of this journey is you have got to suffer to grow. To grow, you must suffer. So I wanted to change to be the hardest man ever created. And my goal when I was sitting there, not going to school, being bullied, being, having no self-esteem, my goal was, the only person that's going to turn this person around is me. How? That's the question. How are you going to do that? I had to build calluses in my brain the same way I built calluses on my hands. So I broke the Guinness the world's record for pull-ups a long time ago, but I failed at it twice. And I did 67,000 pull-ups <laughs> in trying to break this record. So to do 4,030 pull-ups, I had to do 67,000 for training for that. But if you can get through to doing things that you hate to do, on the other side is greatness. That's what people understand. By me running, I am callous in my mind. I'm not training for a race. I'm training for life. I'm training for the time when I get that two o'clock in the morning call that my mom is dead or something happens tragic in life. I don't fall apart. I'm training my mind and my body and my spirit so it's all one so I can handle what life is gonna throw at me because the life I've lived, it throws a whole bunch at you. And if you're not physically and mentally prepared for that, you're just gonna crumble and you're good for nobody. Even the hardest men, in times of suffering, what we do is we forget how hard we really are. Suffering is the true test of life. We are all great. No matter if, if you think you're dumb, no matter if you think you're fat, no matter if you are fat, No matter if you've been bullied or no matter if you just got back from Iraq or Afghanistan and you have no legs or your arms or whatever, man, we all have greatness.
0: If I could get four of you to understand it's just not going to matter when people, I mean, I love when people, I I don't even know what else to tell you. I'm going to say it very clear. I just, let Stefan get very focused here because I want to really deliver this with all the drama that it deserves. And I like when people put me down. I get off on when people put me down. Nothing is more interesting to me than to prove all of you wrong. I love the people that think I'm a huckster or I've got some hidden agenda, or I'm not that good, or I won't be that great, or I think too big of myself, or my dad had a liquor store, and that's the only reason I'm successful, or I got lucky, or da 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 Show me, like please, 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 continue to judge me and underestimate me, because it's the only driver I have, and that's how I'm wired.
3: I think one of my greatest inspirations or or, or things that I would feed off of basically was just obviously people not believing in the cloud of doubt that kind of I felt hung over my head and wanted to just prove everybody wrong, you know what I mean? I wanted to make it and I was going to make it regardless of what anybody said.
0: I mean, there's so many people right now that are not doing what they love because they're worried about what other people think or what other people say especially your inner family we've talked about this at length um i'm very passionate about this i'm so grateful that i don't give a crap what anybody thinks of me <laughs> when you're 15 now when you're 51 or when you're 91 you're gonna be stunned how little you care how little it mattered And and this includes your parents and your siblings and even your children. This is an intense thing. This is a very intense thing. And at the end of the day, it's not gonna matter. And you have to love yourself first and feel good and complete with yourself first. So as a 15-year-old, I would do what I did as a 15-year-old, which is start building those skills and not listen to your parents and not listen to your teachers and not listen to your friends. Respect it, but don't let anybody anybody impose their way on you. It's you. You're with yourself and you've got to make yourself happy first. Just close your eyes until you're 29. Everybody wants to come up with excuses. I'm this. I wasn't born that way. I'm stuck. I'm in a rat. I wasn't born here. This. You can't be lost in life when you're this young. I'm a, a female. I'm an immigrant. I'm a minority. I'm transgender. I, ex- excuses. Reality. The problem is... Nobody cares. Your lack of patience is killing you. It's slowing you down and everybody else. Your need of things is killing you. I need a watch. I need a whip. You need to be happy. Because happiness drives everything. You're not lost in life, you're just early in the process. Everybody's trying to prove something so early. You f***ing wrap your head around not giving a f*** about any advancement to your 29. Please, whatever it takes, call your grandmother, go to your great-grandfather's burial spot, go back to the old country, go to a shelter, do something. Do something that recalibrates your perspective on what is actually going on here. Every person in here fucking won the lotto. You won. Way too many people have made decisions without ever trying. Everybody's judging themselves way too early. You can literally do four different things over the next two years, six months at a time to figure out everything that you think you might like you should try to do. Doing something around passion is this, is very similar to love. You're blinded because you like it. It's not rational. It's not rational. The number one reason I push patience. Patience, man, patience. Everybody's looking up to audit themselves where they are now. is because patience will give you the air cover to take risks. Time is your asset. What I would do is gather as many experiences as possible. The one thing a 20-year-old has over me is 20 years. Get the fuck out of the machine for a second and think about what you're doing here. You get optimism and patience, you're off into the fucking races. The 99% that achieve are willing to sacrifice, be persistent, put in disproportionate work and think in 50-year terms, not 50-day terms. Just close your eyes until you're 29. Just close your eyes until you're 29. Because when you see regret in a man's eyes, it's f-ing painful because you, have, you can't do shit about it. When you're 90 and you're not mobile and you're tired and it's over, you can't do it, you can't do it. You can't build that company you wanted. You can't spend that time with your kid. It's regret yeah. and it f-ing drives the shit out of me. You know, look, I think failure has to be quantified. If you fail that you never can get up from it again, you know, that's not a good failure. I think think failure and adversity are the two things I think about. For me, as an entrepreneur, and very entrepreneurial, and always in my own stuff, all the failures along the way, even going back to like the baseball card show when I was 13 that I paid $400 for a table and nobody showed up to that baseball card show, that was a learning lesson. Those micro-failures were super, Super important. I think you know it depends on your stomach, right? Like if you if you really fail, like go out of business, I think people take one of two ways, right? They're like just finished and they're never able to get off the mat and they go in a different direction. So to me, I think quantifying the failure is important to me. They gotta change, you gotta involve. Like Madonna did it right. She reinvented herself 14 times. That's why she had a long career. You know, like you've got to reinvent yourself. You know, so I let's talk about sports. When you're the best athlete, and you're like the guy, and you're like one of the top 15 players, Draymond Green, he's my buddy. Draymond really worked on his game every off season. You know, uh, Ricky Rubio, the flashy point guard from uh, Minnesota, if he developed his outside shot, he would have been a much bigger player. He had all the passing skills, the quickness, he's got everything. If, instead of going to Ibiza and fucking chicks in the off season, he worked on his 18 foot jumper, he'd be in the game. If you have ambition, your actions have to match that. And too many people are just like not putting in the work. Their mouth is way ahead of their fucking re, you know actions. Like, really? You're going to be the greatest NBA player of all time? Why? Because you think you got a little handle on the weekends? You need to shoot 15,000 free throws before school every day. What did you do from Friday 5 p.m. until Monday 7 a.m.? I'm just curious Like, and I don't think you shouldn't have a weekend but I think everybody's ambition actually is more predicated on their actions than their words. My friends tell me all the time they're so ambitious and I'm like if that's true then you punt leisure and you punt concerts at Jones Beach and you work. I realize what's going on here. One life. I realize that I'm living like this is our only at bat and most of you aren't. People fucking walking around here like they're coming back. People fucking walking around here like they're coming back. You're not coming back. Well listen, I don't want to impose my beliefs on others. Maybe you believe you come back. I believe you are coming back to come back as a tree or a flower pot or D-Rock sneakers and that blows compared to being a human. And so I'm acting that way. I'm acting that way. First video got how many views? 30, 75? I mean, it, like, you know, nobody watched. Right? So, like, when I get emails, which I get 50 of them a day, for I'm like, hey, like, I know you always talk about patience. Like, I've been doing this, it's not working, traction, should I give up and do something else? Inevitably, I'll email back and be like, how long have you been doing it? Oh, four months. And I'm like, fuck you. You know, <laughs> like, uh, you want this to be your life and you're giving up after four months? Are you out of your mind? Patience is grossly underestimated. You know, I was very successful. My wine business is growing. Now I start doing this show and spending all my time trying to promote this show and the sales of Wine Library start flattening out because I was the engine. The show wasn't getting watched but I knew this was right and the show really didn't take off until mid-2007. A year and a half in of five days a week of doing a show getting only hundreds then a couple thousand views. Gotta keep putting in the work. Every day. One is better than zero. Gotta keep putting in the work. Putting in the work. Putting in the work. There is no quick cure. The hard work matters and the patience is what overrides it, right? I don't need to get mines at 25. Heck, I don't need to get mines at 45. This is a long, long game. I'm very driven by the climb, right? I think being an immigrant, I guess, or just having this DNA, I don't like winning. I like losing. I like the struggle. I don't give a shit about the the stuff that comes along. But the game, the game is my drug. Like there will never be a game over for me. There's no dollar amount. The the game, the process, the climb, that is the drug that drives me. That is my oxygen. That's what I love. And so every day is going to go by. 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. And you're going to look for the short game. You're going to look for that miracle algorithm. You're going to look for that one move that's going to change your outcome. And you're going to continue to search and play the short game while I keep putting in the work, the hours, the long term value and putting in the work while everybody else is hoping and dreaming I'm going to be executing. You play the short game. I'll keep playing the long game. And it's time to put on a helmet and get to work. I'm scared. I'm super scared. I'm scared because I know exactly what happens this month every year, every year. I'm scared. I'm scared because I know that there are so many of you that graduate this month and have no idea what you want to do and that's okay. Most people don't. You should not be stressed about that. I'm actually not scared about that. I'm scared that you don't realize that you're entering the greatest five-year window of your life. If you are 22 years old, you are entering, first of all, some of the greatest years of your life, A, but B, this, this is the moment, because you have to understand, this next five-year window is when you don't go practical and safe. This is not the time to get the job mom wanted you to. This is not the time to try to maximize as much money so you can buy a a fat whip. This is the time to realize that you have a five-year window and it's three for some, it's eight for others, but this is a five-year window for you to attack the life that you want to win, not because it's the secret or because the world's so zen, because it's fucking hard as shit out there. is easy, right? What you've been doing for the last 16 years is it's structured, it's easy. The world, this thing, this thing is hard. However, that contradicts what I'm gonna tell you right now which is this is the best and easiest five years of your life because this is when you need to attack what you love and what you want to do. Here's why, you don't have all the baggage. You may have college loans, respect, it's hard as shit. You may have the expectations of your parents, mentally hard, fake hard. You may have a lot of other things, but this is exactly when you can live with four roommates in a basement and eat fast food. Do you understand? This is not when the baby's there. This is not when you've been married and you promised. This is not when the world has sucked out all your dreams and hopes yet. you still got this window. And yet, so many of you are so hungry for short-term Short-term gains, like maximizing the job that paid you $3,000 more but it's not as fun but you want that $3,000 for what? For what? For a new iPhone? For what? You get to live life one time. And this is the time right now to understand what's actually happening and actually map your behavior to something that will impact you for the next 80 years. So promise me, promise me that you understand that the land grab of happiness starts right now that you don't have to worry about getting that job what you should do is go and travel and learn go and start that business that you've always wanted hook up with those three teammates and start that band you've always wanted this is the time to be massively risk massively risk oriented i know that this is when you're supposed to grow up and go see the world but guess what the world isn't what mommy and daddy told you The world is exactly going to be what it's going to be with or without the way you thought it was going to be. A ton of shit is going to change. The world changes every goddamn day. Right now what you need to recognize is you can afford to. And again, because I'm scared, I can hear myself talking. I'm not saying it's the secret, it's practicality. When you are in your early 20s, this is when you can grind at your highest levels because there isn't all the baggage that comes across from life. It's harder for the 42-year-olds that are watching right now to listen to this advice. You can't just wake up tomorrow and be like, let's go, because little Sally has soccer fucking practice, and because you've got a million other things that are holding you down. But boy, if you're lucky enough to be graduating today with not an idea what you're gonna do with your future, nobody's ever been luckier than you. Please recognize it.
2: So, I always tell people find something that you would die for and live for it.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,